Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's up, everybody? Welcome in A to Z Sports Doc Talk segment presented by the Bone and Joint Institute. This is always uh, a fun segment that we do. Unfortunately, it's at the detriment of Derrick Henry's fifth metatarsal that he's having the Jones surgery, uh, the Jones fracture surgery on uh, this morning is what happened as he left uh, the, the Indianapolis with a broken bone in his foot. We'll talk about really what all went into this uh, with Derrick Henry's injury, what to expect. We've got Adam Schefter on ESPN who says that Henry is probably out for the season. And then Ian Rappaport on NFL Network is saying that it's just six to 10 weeks. So there is 10 weeks left in the regular season, which is a good thing. If you're the Tennessee Titans, you have a bye week in there. And the Titans have a great situation uh, when it comes to their playoff situations that we've been talking about the last couple of days. But joining us today from the Bone and Joint Institute is Dr. Jeff Watson, who is a foot and ankle specialist. And we they've got everything over there. If we need physical therapy specialists, we've got Dave. If we need a foot, knee, we got Dr. Arthur. We've got uh, shoulders, all types of people over there. Uh, at the Bone and Joint Institute. So uh, thanks for jumping on here, Jeff. You're right. We want all your joints. Bring them, bring them <laughs> on over. We'll tag them. Uh, yeah, this is a pretty interesting one. Uh, you know, Jones fractures are certainly one of the more common injuries. Um, so, uh, you know, we, we get we get kind of called out for 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 as a foot and ankle side. Um, you know, just, just one you see pretty, pretty uh, frequently on the football field, unfortunately. Yeah, so how does this happen? Because I feel like it was pretty wild to see Derrick Henry on TV, especially when we were watching the, the broadcast show him on the sideline, they had a shoe off, they're looking at something. And then he comes back in and he has 26 more carries. Now he wasn't super productive, but he had 26 more carries. So how does this type of fracture typically happen with an athlete like Derrick Henry? So, so, you know, when we say that fifth metatarsal, there's, there's kind of two issues there. One is a blood supply issue. And so it's more of a problem, not so much that you can't functionally do it as much as you want to, but more of a problem that the bone may not heal. And, and so there's a blood supply issue because there's, there's blood coming from the toe side back and there's coming from the heel side forward and there's kind of a watershed area. So, you know, this, this, Injury is more of a problem because of what it could potentially turn into and that it could not heal and then be a long-term problem. And so it is one where you could sort of play through it. It's just you're more likely to have a long-term problem with it and, and have a damaged foot long-term. So, I mean, I know Mike Vrabel talked on Monday about, you know, he talked to the training staff. He talked to Derek, the player, and he said Derek Henry has earned the right to have his input in that situation. I mean, do you think there's any – long-term impact on off of uh, continuing to play that football game like you did on Sunday? I think pretty minimal, honestly. It sounds like they had to get an MRI to really look at it to see, you know, how, how you know, much of a fracture it was, which kind of points to it was probably, you know, a relatively simple fracture pattern, like one one break. Uh, and, and it probably didn't go very far if you had to get an MRI to really look and see if it was fully broken. So that's probably on the better side, probably didn't have much detriment. The uh, you, you also talked, you kind of asked me the question earlier about, you know, how does this happen? Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's foot type. If you have a really high arch, 
we know that you have a higher chance of having that fracture. So, so that's a portion of it too. And then sometimes these can even be, you know, a little bit of a stress fracture too, like, you know, super active guy. I mean, he was clocked at almost 22 miles an hour at what, 250. Um, so there's a lot of stress in that foot. So, so, you know, maybe something where, you know, it's an overload type thing. And then this just is finally the thing that made it crack. Yeah. And that's, that was kind of where I was going next is because a lot has been made this season from us in the media, Titans fans and around the NFL or looking at the workload that Derrick Henry uh, has been going with and having almost a thousand yards rushing through eight games with all the carries, uh, it was bound for something to go wrong. Is this something like kind of what you're saying where it's, it's a, it's a, a lot of carries in a short period of time, or is just something where it was probably going to happen at some point? Uh, you know, honestly, it's quite hard for me to know if I'm not mm-hmm. looking at his foot or, you know, n- n- you know, if he didn't have any like prodromal or like symptoms ahead of time, it's sort of hard to really know if that were a problem later on. You know, if he's not really complaining about it, it's hard to hard to hard to hold him back. I mean, he, he kind of needed him. The Titans, uh, you know, I, I felt like a buddy texted me the other day. He's like, how are the Titans going to ruin this one? I feel like the, the Derrick Henry injury is like, oh, maybe that was the maybe that was the thing. <laughs> It's all my buddy's fault. So. Yeah, it's uh. exactly right. That's exactly what it is. We've been talking for 48 hours about Derrick Henry and not even like really realizing or or living in the moment that the Titans currently have the number one seed uh, in, in the AFC. So Dr. Yeah. Jeff Watson from the Bone and Joint Institute here with us on Doc Talk on A to Z Sports. So he was reportedly to have the surgery this morning. Uh, you've kind of talked about the injury and how, how it works. Uh, what does this surgery procedure typically look like? Uh, and what's the goal of the actual procedure? So really you're taking advantage of the bone, which is somewhat hollow like a tube, and you're filling it up with a piece of metal to be able to stabilize the fracture. And and th- these screws are typically a solid screw because it has less likelihood to break. And and for the future, it's one that, that it has a little rebar, so to speak, so it can take a little bit more load, be less likely to be a problem. The screw is, is like any screw you see, it's got a head and then it's smooth and then it has threads on the other side. And so that head kind of captures the, the, the back part of the bone. And then as the screw goes in, the threads catch and then compress the fracture. You know, you're decreasing that gap that the fracture has to heal. And that's why the screw works. Typically, you don't take the screw out. You leave it in again, kind of a little piece of rebar to protect it later on. And, you know, if you're treating this non-surgically, the recommendation is to stay off of it for six weeks. So you almost never hear about an athlete doing that. Yeah. That you know, <laughs> yeah you want to get, yeah. So non-weight bearing for six weeks, not, never happening in the NFL. So, so by putting a screw in, typically once you get the incision to heal, most people let them put weight on it initially. And then becomes a little bit of a gray area medicine. The sort of traditional thinking is, you know, sometimes 10 weeks before getting you back on the field. But over the past, I would say five to 10 years, we've gotten a little bit more uh, proactive. And if your x-rays look good, looks like it's healing and you don't have any pain over the fracture site, guys have been going back uh, six weeks. Um, I've even heard of some guys going back five weeks, which is a little little scary. Your risk of refracture is a little bit higher with that, but he's got a lot of productivity we'd like to see on the Titans. So the main concern is just refracture, right? And, yeah. And, and probably dealing with pain afterwards. Yeah. So I'd, I'd say if, you know, say he hypothetically has a surgery, goes back, it refractures, you know, he would be out at that point. And then, you know, off season, he'd, he'd have to take, uh, you know, a little bit bigger surgery where you'd probably put a little bigger screw in and put some 
uh, extra bone around the fracture site, a little bit more involved surgery to get it to heal. But more than likely, it's still get it to heal. Yeah. So, all right. So, right after surgery happens, let, let's just say Derek Henry had surgery at eight o'clock this morning. What's yeah. the first objective after surgery for Derek Henry's foot and, and what he's trying to do to make sure this thing goes as quick as possible? So, you know, step one is get the skin to heal. And it, honestly, it's like a centimeter long incision, it's pretty tiny. And the surgery typically takes, you know, 20 minutes or less. It's not a very long involved surgery. You, you typically, you know, drill for the screw, place the screw, and it just is relatively simple. Yeah, you know, from from a surgical standpoint. Um, afterwards, uh, you're usually protected to to let the skin heal either in a splinter boot for about a week or so, and then you can usually get the stitches out and begin range of motion. Yeah, range of motion. You're trying to get back the, the ankle flexion, whatever muscle you might have lost from keeping it, you know, isolated in a boot. So, uh, what's the? Because I see uh, Steve uh, says, what's the timetable for a person to just start testing it out, not actually play? So, what type of when do you start walking, right? Because you yeah. got to walk before you can do anything. When do you start walking on this without a boot? So walking is usually about 10 days. So as soon as you're healed the incision, things look good. You can usually put weight on it. Your foot's still swollen. So, you know, to be able to really run or jump, that's kind of the, you can't really do that until that the six-week mark is probably the earliest we'd recommend. Um, but uh, so, so you're kind of, usually people are totally off crutches by two to three weeks after surgery, walking in a boot. Usually by four weeks, you can move to a tennis shoe and kind of begin you know, exercise bike, elliptical, you know, like some light weights um, type of thing. And then and then um, six weeks, uh, yeah, I, I kind of agree with that. Get them back on the field a little sooner and, and, and lean more towards that too. Yeah, and this is all great information. You're answering a lot of questions that I had because it's it's a, one thing to have the, the bone heal and then the next thing to be ready to go out there and be in condition and strong enough uh, to go play the running back position in the NFL. So you mentioned some, some treadmill or, or not even treadmill, some elliptical and biking around the six week time and some, some weightlifting. Uh, do you see like a, an athlete being able to keep up their conditioning any other way besides uh, in, in saving that bone a little bit? Um, well, yeah, so non-impact activities are easier, you know, treadmill running, uh, there is an anti-gravity treadmill where you wear these pants that you can dial in, like, I want you to run at 50% of your weight or 49% of your weight. So kind of ease up into it. So that's a really nice way to get some stress to the bone, but not overdo it. Um, you know, one of the other things that's pretty interesting is, uh, University of Alabama has been pretty proactive with this about putting an accelerometer. So measuring how far, fast you accelerate front, back, side to side. And then, and then they have like baseline data on all their players. And then, and then, um, you know, when they have an injury, they kind of test them to when they get back to that acceleration before. So they, you know, I've seen this mapped out with Tua's injury and how they got him back so soon. And that was a pretty interesting way to say, okay, you know, you're good, you're good to go back because honestly it was, it was kind of an odd, you know, when can you go back to plays? Like whenever you feel good, you know, if you can do some (laughs) calf raises and, and uh, jump up and down, it was, it was a little bit more vague than you might expect, um, you know, out of the the medicine community. Yeah. I was, that's kind of where I was going to go next because you always hear the term that like a coach uses or something like, Oh, well he's been medically cleared. Like what, what are you looking for with this type of healing to, to medically clear an athlete to at least get out on the practice field? Because what we know about, about the Titan situation is they can, he's on injured reserve. Mm-hmm. So they have this 21 day window where they can designate him to return from IR. 
and you've got 21 days for him to work out, get some practices done before you have to make a roster decision or not for the NFL's purposes. But what are you looking to see to say, okay, now you're, you're, you're at the point where you can get out there and start going through some practice drills. Yeah, and I understand we got a bye week in that first six weeks too, which is nice. Huge, yeah. But, uh, but, but so yeah, I think I think that he's probably going to end up um, with with uh, probably six weeks before getting where he's running, sprinting on the practice field. I, I just can't imagine they get him out there much sooner than that. Really putting that much torque on the foot uh, otherwise, just because the earlier you go back, I think the earlier your risk of refracture, and then you kind of you kind of bought your by your scenario and he may be out for the rest of the season. Ooh, uh, that would be something that Titans fans don't want. So not at all. In your in your professional opinion, six to ten weeks, does that sound fair? Because that's what we're seeing on Ian Rappaport from NFL Network saying six to ten weeks and Adam Schefter saying he's out for the season. So is six yeah. to ten weeks something that, that makes you feel comfortable? I, I got him. I mean, you know, Henry tried to go back in the game. <laughs> you know, he, 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 he said, had 26 yeah. carries. Yeah, 26 <laughs> carries. You know, so so really progressing back is is a you know how your X-rays look, which I, I I would imagine his X-rays will probably look okay based on what it sounds like they had to do to figure out where his fracture was, and then and then B, you know, his his toughness is not really a question. I don't think if he's going out there and playing, I, I think he's going to push push through and. Yeah, maybe maybe not tell them if it hurts or not, and just try to play through it. Um, yeah, because it really, player. the medically cleared here is good looking X rays where it looks like the bones healed, and then no pain at the fracture site. And, and I just he's such a tough guy. I don't think that that's going to register. If he gets back out there, if he does at some point, whether it's the playoffs, whether it's week 15, 17, 18, I don't know. But when he gets out there with the pin and the screw in the foot. Does what? How does his running ability change? If let's just say he's healed, does anything change? Does he feel anything, or is he ready to go and cut like he used to? Yeah, I think I think he'll be pretty close to hundred percent. Because aside from just he's going to deal more with swelling and scar tissue than he is the screw being in the way. You know, the screw doesn't really push on anything or hurt hurt uh, a whole lot around it. Um, but it's more just the act of having surgery. And typically when you have a foot surgery, it takes a little while for the swelling to go all the way down. Or if you have a fracture in the foot, it takes a little while for the swelling to go all the way down. And that can sometimes be three months. And that's probably what's going to just be swollen and painful after a game that I'll kind of have to push through. Um, and, and, that, and that's just sort of, uh, you know, part of the deal. Is it, uh, I guess, because, you know, swelling to go down before surgery to some extent, right, too. So Sunday afternoon of a break and then having a surgery on a Tuesday morning, you're getting a lot of work done to get the swelling to, to a good spot, right? Yeah, and they'll probably do wraps and things like that to compress it, to keep it down. But but honestly, this is one that, um, you know, the swelling before surgery, we're really more worried about, you know, infection risk. Like it swells so much that the incision breaks open and you get infected. This is such a small incision. That's usually not much of an issue. Well, I think this is the most important doc talk segment we've done yet uh, because I think everybody knows that the Titans can't go try to win a Super Bowl without Derrick Henry. So we'll see what happens. I think this has been great information. I see that the comment section has loved it. Uh, So Dr. Jeff Watson, foot and ankle specialist over uh, at the Bone and Joint Institute. Appreciate the time today. Guys, if you guys get hurt, you've heard it from him. If you hurt your foot, you know where to go to. If you hurt your knee, my guy, Dr. Arthur's over there too, uh, who helped me out several years ago. So I know Dr. Thomas helped uh, Zach's shoulder out too. So great spot over there with the Bone and Joint Institute. Hey, thank you so much for having me. Appreciate it. Appreciate it, guys.